Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Stoop Radio Show right here on blogtalkradio.com. Voted the number voted the number one radio show in all of Langhorn. Yeah, that's right. Number one in all of Langhorn. I'm your host, Jeff the Shark Harini. And with me as always is the amazing, the wonderful, the beautiful the less banged up, Miss Jewel Tady. Jewel, good evening. <laughs> How are you doing, Jeff? Yeah, I'm, I'm healing. That's a good thing, as we like to hear. Healing and healing well. Trying. So we're back. It's uh, trying. Well, that's all you can do. That's all we ask. We are back here for another wonderful uh, Wednesday night, hump day episode of The Stoop. I want to thank everybody that joined us Monday night, which was a great episode with a lovely guest, Cherish Lee, country singer, uh, daughter of uh, Charlene Tilton from Dallas fame. And uh, we got big props from Charlene. Actually told us we did a wonderful job, not just because it was her daughter. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, the Stoop did a great interview. She really enjoyed it and uh, gave us some big props, which was awesome. Um, so congratulations to us. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. She's, they could have been nicer. Yeah, that, that was great. They, they really were, um, we had a great time with her. Cherish was so funny. She's going a little bit earlier. So, um, we, uh, we brought her in early, changed the show up a little bit, and it was great. Really had a, a great time. So thank you again. Cherish Lee played like three of her songs as well, and that went really well. And uh, it's good to see that family and even famous family is listening in to the Stupid Radio Show. Yes. Yes. So tonight we got a uh, another good one for you. Real good one. It looks like we got a little complication, so we're going to work this out uh, while we uh, wait for him to call in. At 8.30, it's uh, a man known as G-Rod. Actor G-Rod Rodriguez. Badass-looking dude. Yeah, he's in a bunch of shows. He's a, His one right now is Bounty Hunter. That's one of the big ones he's in right now. But he's also appeared on some of your favorite shows like uh, Walking Dead and Ballers. Tough-looking dude. Should be great. Very excited to talk to him. He's also a, a former stuntman, so we like to talk about some stunts as well. And that should be really great. Jerry, very quiet tonight. <laughs> I'm quiet. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's uh, doing logistics. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm super excited. He's on a bunch of great shows. This new BET show, it, it's great. It's produced by Jay-Z and Irv Gotti, and it's really cool. It's a really cool twist on – I never say, thought I'd say anything Irv Gotti did was cool, um, but it is, and it takes, like, classic hip-hop songs and creates, like, shows around it, like, stories – like it's a really cool visual how they do it. Um, so if you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's Tales on BET. Sounds great. Uh, I I've had a chance to uh, look at some of the stuff. I, I mostly try to YouTube stuff and try to catch up as much as I can. Um, I've got the world's busiest schedule, and, and sadly, not a lot of that. Not enough of that, rather, is show oriented. Um, so I try to catch up when I can. We've had some. Great musicians, though, and you definitely get to listen to their music uh, anytime. But watching TV shows gets a little tough. But 
We will talk to him. We will learn about him, and we're very excited for that. It's G-Rod coming up around mm-hmm. 8.30. Makes me hope. <laughs> yeah. No, all good. <laughs> we're all good? Mm-hmm. We're all good? Are you sure? Okay. Yep. Yep. You got your confidence, you got your confidence up? All right, good. Yes. <laughs> so in honor of our man G-Rod, he, he's now my man. He's now the official bodyguard of the stoop. <laughs> I thought you were talking. You're talking like, and you keep making these pauses. No, I look at my face. I look like I got beat up by G Rod. <laughs> and you do look like you got beat up by G Rod. So congratulations to G Rod for beating the crap out of Jewel during our uh, <laughs> during our last meetings. No, seriously, it really um, happened, people. I got a fight with a laptop. <laughs> oh, good. And I fought the laptop and the laptop one. I fought the laptop and the laptop one. Uh, anyway, enough of my horrible singing. Well, hold on a second. Wow, okay, so Hmm. Very sorry to hear this folks. We just got a email one minute ago from G Rod's mm-hmm. uh G-Rod's pure woman, Nilda. And uh, Nilda does great work for us. She's brought us so many people, but she just came at the last minute and said, so sorry to do this last minute, but unfortunately, we'll have to reschedule today's interview. We'll let you know more info soon. Thank you. Well, so let's hope everything is all right with G-Rod. Let's get that much <laughs> out of the way. But I, I don't know. I mean, that you know, you had said recently that you heard from him, and uh, he was calling, and then she just put that. So we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see what happens. 8.30. Okay. We're expecting G-Rod. So let's keep going on like he's coming on. Okay. And let's not just keep going on like I'm just, you're just stuck with me and Jewel. Because God knows that's not fair to any human being. <laughs> I'm excited. Either way, let's do it. I'm excited either way. Let's do it indeed. Let's hope to have G-Rod at 8.30. He's welcome here. He knows that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, in honor of him and, and the theme of the show tonight, we're going to do top five movie and TV tough guys. This could be actors. It could be the character. Either way. So I know uh, I know Jewel was leaning towards characters. I was leaning towards actors. So I said, you know what? As long as you get the tough guy genre down, let's have it. Yeah. So Jewel went with, uh, as far as I know, Jewel went with characters. And I will let her go first because this has me very intrigued. Even more intrigued than actors. Cause I found actors. I was able to do a bunch of actors. They had no problem with that. So let's do characters. And uh, let her go, Jewel, your top five. All right, and I know when I make this list, it's going to be like, I'll look back on it and say, oh, I should have added this person and that person and maybe more women. But, hey, I just did the first five that come to mind. I was trying to be spontaneous in a way. So here we go. Number five, I love The Walking Dead. I'm obsessed with it. I watch it every week. And one of my favorite characters is Abraham. I love Abraham. And he was just like the biggest, badass at first, he came in, and you're like, is this a bad guy? Is this a good guy? And here he was beloved in the comics. I didn't read the comics. I really want to go in and read them, but I heard, like, the show strays away from the comics, so I should just go in and read them. But, oops, sorry. Uh, I love Abraham on the show. He was the biggest <laughs> tough guy. R.I.P. Sorry, spoiler alert, but he does get it in the last season. Um, <laughs> I hope my wife's he's not really good. You should have got... Oh, no, don't listen. Don't, don't listen. I'm sorry. Shit. Sorry. But I love Abraham. You don't do spoilers on the stoop. 
Okay. Well, everyone should be calm. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I tell you one thing. Not, not, to cut, not, to, not to cut you off, but Steve Howie really did spoiler the hell out of Shameless because I was watching, I was catching know. up. I know. And I'm watching, like, here he goes being a redneck. There he is going doing this and this. He's allowed to. He's awesome. It's like we we heard first, and I'm sorry. I really hate spoilers. I didn't. I should have said spoiler alert. Shit. I love Abraham though. He's the guy. (laughs) Ah, number four. Definitely not. (laughs) He gets it bad too. Oh man. All right. right. Number four. (laughs) Number four is a tough guy in a in a like understated way. It's Dexter Morgan from the show Dexter. This guy gets out of, like, any situation he's in. He's very smart. He's a blood spatter analyst, and he's just super smart. And he knows karate and kung fu, I think. So he just just is a tough guy, and he does fight <laughs> a lot of people. And he's a serial killer. He's a serial killer, and you would think he was tough in that way, but no. He's just like a... A fighting machine. So, Dexter Morgan, number four. Number three, Zoe the Cat from Death Proof. This chick is tough, and she's a good one, because she beats the crap out of people. One person in particular. I'm not going to say any more spoilers, because I just put my foot in my mouth. But she's a tough-ass chick, and goes after someone with iron. And she falls off cars, and she's a stunt woman. And she was actually, in real life, Quentin Tarantino gave her this role because she was a stunt woman for um, Uma Thurman in Kill Bill. Kind of look-alike. Yeah. But she's awesome. I love her. Number two. All right. Two characters, same dude. Tom Hardy as Bane and the boxer in The Fighter. Holy crap. He, I don't know if you ever saw The Fighter. It's a great movie. It's like two brothers, one's from Philly, one's from Pittsburgh, and they go at it in Atlantic City, and, like, Nick Nolte is the drunk father, and, oh, my God, like, he's just so jacked, and you do not want to mess with Tom, Tom Hardy. And as Bane, like, I didn't even know that was Tom Hardy as Bane, but he is just yes, crazy. Batman. It was the horrible accent that threw you off, Batman. <laughs> I was going to try to do it. I didn't want to want to attempt to do the Bane voice. And number one. Oh, Bane, Batman. <laughs> I don't sound anything like Tom Hardy. I sound like a British guy who's trying to take a poop. <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, and pretty bad. Number one. Silly girl that I am, you know I had to go with Rocky Balboa. The Italian stallion, the underdog, probably too old for this shit, and he loses, but goddamn if he doesn't put up a fight. And I like rooting for the underdog, so. Number one, our man, Rocky. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, you did go full-fledged characters, which is very cool. Uh, I went a little different. I went actors. Um, you know, it maybe it was a little easy of me. Maybe I copped out a little bit, but I went I went actors. And um, I've got my list. I've, I've got a uh, really good list here that I like. I'm very proud of it. And uh, I'm going to start off here. I'm looking at some real quick. Uh, I got a tie for number five. Not because these guys are linked. Just because it's a tie for number five. Um, I had to get Stallone in there strictly for Rocky. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. I'm not a massive Sylvester Stallone fan. But 
like mm. there were people. He's Rocky. He's forever Rocky. So he's on my list. Uh, and he's tied with um, a guy I love, Danny Trejo. Oh. He plays, uh, oh, he plays Machete. This guy, he's been in so many movies, you never really realize he started getting real popular. God, you're looking at the list of movies uh, from Dust Till Dawn, uh, Badass, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Triple X, Con Air, Desperado, Machete Kills, Machete. He is so badass. He's got that chiseled face, like he's just going to rip your face off. If you run across them in an hour. So that's a tie for number five. Two uh, pretty badass dudes. Number four, and not so much the modern one, but back in the day, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, mm. You know, he was Terminator and he was badass. He was in Predator. He was badass. He's badass in so many things. He always played an awesome tough guy because he was so big and strong. He had the accent. And he's going to kill you. And he's going to break you. Schwarzenegger. That was uh, number <laughs> four. Number three, I absolutely love this guy. He may not be as much of a tough guy anymore. He's got to be like, well into his 60s. But I still wouldn't mess with him any day of the week. Mr. T. Oh, yeah, Mr. T. <laughs> yeah, B.A. Baracus on the A-Team. Uh, Clubber Lang in the Rocky movies we just talked about. The classic Mohawk. Love that guy, man. He he just really portrayed a tough, angry guy. Always had that angry look on his face. Hey, fool. Number two. Number two, and I love this guy. Another guy I love. Um, Jason Statham. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's just something about him being badass that just really gets ignited. He's not, like, massive. Like, I'm sure, like, he's got a good physique, but he's not, like, massive. And even when you look at him, he doesn't, may not necessarily look like the ultimate tough guy, but, man, you watch that guy in action. He absolutely kicks ass. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's definitely on there. He made it to number two. Number one. They make jokes about the guy. All the tough guy jokes. It's the one and only Chuck Norris. Yeah. Chuck Norris is so <laughs> tough, he shaves his face with sandpaper. Chuck Norris is so tough, he can flip on the light switch, and the light is too scared to come on until he gets in the bed. There it goes on and on. Chuck Norris stuff goes on and on. He is like, God, he's late into his 70s. But still, just absolutely. Really? Oh, yeah. He still looks good. Well, I was, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, he's like a badass looking dude. So that Chuck was like every, guy, every guy's idol was Chuck Norris. Yeah, and especially like in his younger days, he did like movies like Bruce with Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, of course, like kicked his ass in the movie, but you wonder, Roy, if they ever went toe to toe at that young age. No, Bruce mm-hmm. Lee was pretty bad at he didn't quite crack the list because he's, you know, rest in peace. But yeah, first he's so a pretty good list on both ends, characters and actors. And we will uh, go through them again. Jules uh, number five was Abraham from Walking Dead. Abraham that lives through the entire series run. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dexter Morgan <laughs> from Dexter. <laughs> I, I don't care. I don't watch it. Um, uh, Dexter Morgan from Dexter Zoe the Cat Number three Number two A uh, Tom Hardy Joint effort The fighter And of course Bane From Batman <laughs> And Rocky Balboa Of course Philly Philly loved And Philly bred 
Me, I went actors. I uh, had a tie at five. Of course, it's Stallone, Sylvester Stallone, since he brought Rocky to our great city. And uh, Danny Trejo plays Machete and all kind of great Mexican tough guys. Arnold Schwarzenegger, number four. Number three, I pity the four to don't vote for number number three, Mr. T. <laughs> Jason Statham at number two. And number one, of course, Chuck Norris. I, I'm like derailing now. You know what it is? The wine. I normally don't drink wine. Tonight I'm drinking this wine. This stuff is crap. It's called Santa's Little Helper. It's absolutely disgusting. Uh, oh, it's I'm a Christmas it. wine? Yeah, and it's gross. Oh, ew. <laughs> so this season to be absolutely disgusting with probably the worst glass of wine I've ever drank. Even drinking out of a stemless wine glass. Why I'm not drinking beer tonight, I really don't know. This is what happens when I have off nights. I have a nice My off- Long Island. That's, that's just what you need. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. You know, oh, Applebee's is doing Dollar Long Islands all December. How awesome. That is pretty awesome. Jeez. I need a diet one. See, I like using like diet iced tea. So if they just did like a diet version, <laughs> just diet iced tea and like all the liquors. I'll see why not. I like the sound of that. I hate drinking my calories. Uh, it annoys me. I don't give a shit. I gave up. I got this <laughs> gigantic. I've got this gigantic tub of cheese balls down here in the studio. That's like ninety nine percent gone. I drink beer like I drink beer like my stomach's on fire and it's the only extinguisher. You know. I got one life to live. YOLO. Yeah, well do it. <laughs> YOLO. Ooh, wah, wah. I don't even know. Not for me trying to be gangster. Topics. And some bad topics. <laughs> a new uh, a, a new yeah, I know, I'm sorry. A new California wildfire has ignited and swept down foothills, shutting down parts of the I-405 freeway near Bel Air. The uh, promoted evacuations, one in a series of blazes that has scorched more than 83,000 acres, burned scores of buildings, forced tens of thousands of people to flee over the last three days. Shit, more California wildfires. Jewel... Between earthquakes and wildfires, would you ever live in California? Um, no, <laughs> I no. wouldn't. I have a, I have a lot of family over there, and it's just crazy. Like this is the worst season on record for their wildfires, and um, yeah, it's already burned nine million acres. Like that's insane. Nine million acres are, like, gone. I don't know how they do it. Did you see all the pictures? The pictures yeah. are, are nuts. Wow. There was this one guy on the news. He was, like, across the street crying, but his house is fine. But he's looking at the other side of the street, and, like, all of, all of the other houses are on fire. And he was just, like, getting out. It was so bad. I, you know, what can you say? You just feel so bad for everyone over there. And Bel Air is, like, the richest spot over there. And it's... It's yeah. just like inching closer to like Ventura and LA. Like it's just crazy. Ten million people live in LA, so it's like, where the hell do you go? You know? Yeah, tell me about it. I mean, like, I mean, I've always kind of had that little joke, and it's a shame we have tons of guests that come on from the California area, Los Angeles, obviously Hollywood, all that. Um, but I'm scared to have to death to go there, more or less for natural disasters, not anything else. And nothing else really scares me about it, but I mean that they got so much that goes on there. It's terrible, and you know we got uh, they said we got a lot of people that 
we talked to from California, Alyssa Durrells from the other night, uh, Sagan Amory, Steve Howie, list goes on and on, people that are California residents. We hope the best for everybody that's out there, not just our famous stoop guests, but everybody. Mm-hmm. Good luck, California. We, uh, we're pulling for you here. Uh, one guy we may not be pulling for, everyone on a we're at it again. Rape allegations uh, are popping up everywhere, and this latest, uh, the latest culprit, I guess you want to say, Danny Masterson. Yeah, Danny Masterson, you might remember him from that 70s show he played Hyde. He was on a uh, show on Netflix, The Ranch, with Austin, uh, Austin Ashton Kutcher. And it's funny, my, my wife watches a lot. I just started getting into this show, too. Uh, apparently, Masterson uh, has been fired from the ranch amid these uh, rape allegations. Uh, he's supposed to appear in the first half of, of season two. I think some episodes are already shot, I believe. Um, and then he's uh, going to be appearing for a little bit of season three. And he's, he's getting written off the series, so he'll be gone. Um, kind of a shame. I, I hear nothing but bad things about him. I've always heard of him to be... Kind of a jerk. I really don't know. I've never talked to him. I've never met him. But you hear a lot of bad things. But mm-hmm. on the show, it was a it was a decent show. A little corny, a little campy, but good show on and on. Now he's going to be out of it. And again, more rape, more nonsense. Um, what do you take of this? Should he be? Should he have been fired from the show? Uh, how guilty do you feel that he is and all this? I can uh, I can see him being a jerk. I was just it was weird. I was just watching another ne- Netflix show. It's called Easy, and he was on it. And he was like the rude boyfriend, and he like dumped his girlfriend. He was only in one scene, but um, I don't know what to say. But I, I I don't know. I mean, just because he's an asshole doesn't mean he's done anything. And three women have come forward, so you know you have to investigate. But this is what he said. He's like. In this country, you're presumed innocent until proven guilty, but in this climate, it seems you're presumed guilty the moment you're accused. So it's like, should we just chop the heads off of every accuser? I mean, of every person being accused? I don't know. I mean, I think investigations need to happen. Uh, the one was in Scientology, and she she told her story to Leah Remini, and that's how they knew. And then another girl who came forward was like, Bashing Netflix for continuing, like, yeah, to be his employer. So I, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, yeah, like you definitely shouldn't take it lightly. I'm not saying he did or didn't do it. I just said, you know, look into it. I mean, you don't know if if someone else is pulling pulling one over either. Like by accusing someone, they might have had a bad thing with. So you never know. Sure, it's very possible. Um, Usually the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I go right to the cell phone for the information superhighway. And um, went to Yahoo, and the number one trending person on Yahoo was Lana Del Rey. <gasps> she was the, uh, yeah, she was top trending. So I clicked it, and Lana um, came out and said that how proud she is of female victims and how very important it is for women to step up. So you're really hoping that they are... If they're victims, you're really hoping that they're stepping up and doing the right thing. If they're not victims and they're trying to launder whatever you hope they rot. But yeah, I read of that and I figured I would share that with you about Lana. But she's a very uh, big supporter of the women stepping up. And of course, women empowering themselves, which they have to. I mean, sexism yeah. is over. If everybody wants, and I don't want to say it's the wrong way, because I'm a, I'm a believer in the equality of every person and loving people. And I'm a, I'm a people lover. Um as big as everybody is still on racism, everybody points to the thing about race, race, race. 
point the finger about sexism because it is just as bad, if not worse, than racism. Yes. I've got people that may not agree with that, but women still get their slate. And, you know, anymore you have a lot of intelligent ladies. And, um, you know, you're just hoping that the females are doing it for the good. Um, and let's hope eventually this wipes itself out because there's too much talk about it. And, and men. You should talk about it. A lot it. of men have stepped forward, too. Yeah. So, like I said, yeah, it's not just women. Men have stepped forward and uh, gay allegations and, and all that kind of stuff. So, let's... Uh, Let's cut it out, shall we? Cut it out. Cut it out. Uh, I was happy to announce this is a piece that uh, I shared, and me and Joel kicked subjects back and forth. This is one that I wanted to share. Apparently, uh, the latest update, although I don't know how concrete it is. I haven't got tons of stuff on the story, but uh, Monday night, of course, Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker Ryan Shazier went down in a heap um, after a tackle in which he led uh, head first. Not not uh, purposely, not one of those vicious head first attacks. He was just basically trying to tackle a guy from behind. Uh, went down, grabbed his back, his legs spread out, his legs became motionless. Uh, we have heard and seen uh, Shazir has uh, come out on Twitter. He thanked people for their support. He said he's having movements in his lower extremities, uh, has some feeling. We only hope that rehabs and gets much better. Uh, prayers to Ryan Shazir. Uh, whether you're a Stewart fan or not, whether you're a football fan or not, you got to pray for these guys. They go out and they do a very dangerous job, which is my question to you, Jewel. Do you feel that football has gotten too dangerous? These guys are going to get bigger and faster and stronger. How dangerous is football right now? I mean, I feel like it, it's gotten better, actually, with, like, the the rules they put in place not to go as hard, and there's certain moves they can't do. Like, um, I don't know. You would know better, but, like, avoiding – just unnecessary hits and all that stuff. So I believe like it has gotten better because there's, you know, every play is like a flag, you know, roughness or, or, or something. And it's, it seemed like there was like a transition period, like them getting out of it. So yeah, I mean, it only takes one bad hit. That's in any sport. You could just fall and ruin your whole career. So um, yeah, I think they're doing all they can do without being like flag football. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how much how much more restrictions can you have on the sport? But um, yeah, I hear yeah, you. I it, it, it's the same way for um, soccer. I'm debating on whether to get my daughter into soccer because so many uh, young girls, especially because young girls' necks aren't as strong as young boys, and and just so many are getting messed up from. Um, What's it called? I'm not a soccer player. Hitting the soccer ball on their heads. But uh, it's, yeah, it's, you you risk, you take risks in any sport you you take on, so. Absolutely. I remember an article I read a few years back. Um, current NFL player, he's out for the year, and his return is questionable as far as uh, he, if he'll retire because of his age. Uh, Arizona quarterback um, Carson Palmer. And they had an article in Sports Illustrated where they, had, they talked to five football players, and Palmer said um, within the next five to ten years, somebody's going to die on the field. Whew. I don't know how possible that is. Palmer's been a guy that's suffered a lot of injuries, and he's a guy that got a little shy um, through his career with injuries. And um, that's a scary thought. That's really yeah. a scary thought when you think about it. Um, and then it got a little more heated. Um, Shazier's teammate, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, he just uh, got a one-game suspension because later in that same game, he laid out a pretty vicious block headfirst on um, 
Cincinnati Bengals linebacker uh, Vontez Burfick. Now, Burfick is the guy who has kind of spearheaded all these dirty hits and all the cheap shots and has really heated up this Bengals-Steelers uh, rivalry. So, real quickly, you know, I don't want to drag on too long with the story, but Smith-Schuster had a, uh interview today where he was apologetic. Um, he was apologizing more or less for taunting, said he felt the hit was the right thing to do in a block. Uh, he kind of taunted the player, which he thought was wrong. Um, but then in the background, Antonio Brown, who's one of the best players in the league and known as a good guy, he's in the background screaming karma and, uh, you know, touchdown Brown's going to pay the fine for Juju and Juju did the right thing. And that's, that's messed up. That's where this, this yeah. situation gets worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really something you hate to see. And, and again, we talk about tough guys. A lot of tough guys on that field, uh, but also a lot of ego. And if you're going to lay out a guy like that next time around, you better believe he's waiting for you. And, and that's what makes it worse. Yeah. Whew. There shouldn't be smack talking when someone gets hurt either, you know? Yeah, I mean, if I, I know you didn't watch it. I, I watched it um, go down. And like I said, Smith Schuster just pretty much blasted perfect out of nowhere and he stood right over him with his arms in the air and kind of gave him a there you go sucker but you know that rivalry has gotten so bad and the cheap shots has gotten so bad that it gets dangerous so you know these guys you know remember there's humans in those uniforms but when it's like not not involuntary like it is an accident and something serious does happen to that person like how awful would you feel oh absolutely oh my god terrible uh, matter of fact, I read today that they're starting to go down with a rule. They've already put rules in effect that you cannot lead with the crown of your helmet. Now they're trying to put in rules where if a guy leads with the crown of his helmet and gets a penalty, he's automatically uh, uh, ejected from the game and possibly oh, sure. could be suspended from that port. You know, and that's what they think they've got to do. Some people think it softens the game. Some people think it takes away from the game, but you got to be careful. Um, anyway, speaking of tough guys, and football is full of tough guys, we got our own tough guy coming on right now. Um, great actor, great tough guy himself. It's G-Rod. G-Rod, good evening. Welcome to the suit. What's going on, boys? Thank you for having me. Boy and girl. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, it's actually boy and a girl. It's me and Jewel. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, well, how you doing? What's, what's, what's popping off? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. No How's problem. We're all friends here. Everything's good. Thanks for coming on with us tonight. Uh, yeah. um, and, there was a, and there was a little bit of mix-up near the end, but we really appreciate you coming on tonight. Um, so let's jump right to some questions. Let's learn a little bit about you and get our audience uh, in tune. So uh, what, what first got you into acting? Uh, how did you um, discover that this was something that was made for you? Oh, man. Um, it it kind of discovered me in a way. It really just kind of forced me into it. <laughs> I kept getting... Yeah, it's, I kept getting stopped in places, random people coming up to me and saying, hey, are you a boxer? Um, are you MMA? Are you a cop? Um, <laughs> and, and then and then there was, there was a one time where I walked into a Starbucks and you got three, you know, three uh, mid, uh, mid-40s white ladies sitting down with strollers. And I walk in and I just came from the gym and they look like they just froze and they look like they were going to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, oh and then I'm like, uh, I, I approached them and I said, you know, I got to drop a funny line. You can't be, you can't be insulted by it. You know, so I approached them and I said, you know, I'm a big old teddy bear. I don't bite. And then they just kind of, they, <laughs> they, they were able to breathe again. You know Aww. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And, and the I mean... truth is, yeah, go ahead. 
no, that can be intimidating, like just your look. So is uh, but go ahead. Is that how like you got discovered? Yeah, or? that that that's that's kind of the that it was almost like a calling. I mean, um, so I th- I thought to myself. Uh, I, I, it was actually incidentally I, that was one of the incident the, the things that popped up that really got me thinking the next one which really kind of sealed the deal was this this dude like in his 40s with his son at the airport he's like oh man hey i saw your i saw your fight last night you did great and i said what <laughs> no, my fight yeah 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 i saw you, you know your fight you know you, you know your ufc fight i was like that that wasn't me oh Oh, that's that's what we're doing. That's the way we're doing. Okay, cool. cool. You, oh, we're cool. We're cool. Let me just get a selfie here with my kid and everything. Yeah, here we go. We're cool. I said no. That that wasn't. That really wasn't me. He's like, yeah, we're yeah, okay. And he was giving me like, like I he like he, like I was like he was playing along. I'm like, no, dude, I'm not playing along. So I'm like, I thought to myself, what if I had lied to him, told him I'm that dude charging for a picture? <laughs> I'm onto something here. What else can I do where I can be a cop? I can be a cop, a, fu- a boxer, and a criminal all in the same week and get paid for it. That's it. That's <laughs> there you go. <laughs> did, did you do any fighting growing up? Did you do it, get into any boxing? Yeah. I'm, yeah no, uh, karate. Karate. I'm, okay. uh, I'm a oh, brown wow. belt. Brown belt in karate. Goju oh, rule wow. specifically. So I had I – had, and that was cool because I already had the, the fighting background, and most of what I do – most of the acting work that I do involves physicality because they look at me like, okay, come on, let's, let's throw down. Let's have our lead fuck him up because that shit would look cool. Oh, shoot, can I curse? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, man, let it rip. Great. <laughs> oh, shit. I was about, okay, cool. All right. Thank God. Okay, so I was like, how, you know, they're like always like, how cool would it be to have our lead actor fuck him up because that shit would look cool on screen because that shit's not going to happen in real life. We're going to make it happen, you know, and then that, that evolved into my next facet, which was stunts. I do now, now I get booked for stunt slash acting or stunt only, you know what I'm saying? Because I have, now I built that resume. There's situations where I'm up against two actors who, who are talented and then they look at me and and they're like, okay, he killed it on the audition and he has stunt background. Because we don't have to, we don't have to spend an extra dime doubling him. We don't have right. to do additional work and work the different angles, making sure we can seal the face. Let's throw him in there. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome you know? stuff. That, that, yeah, it's, it's got to help you definitely uh, get some some great roles. We heard you had an interesting first audition when you started off. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened at your first audition? Which which one was that? I've had um, a couple interesting ones. I think you were going out for like the the border patrol. Oh yeah, that was my very first audition. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, and that was that was a that was what I think I want. I wanted to be a cop since I was a little kid, and I ended up coming across uh, uh, an ad for border patrol agent, which is a federal agent, a cop, and how fucking cool is that? Um, <laughs> so, long story short, I got as far as the oral presentation which is far i mean it, it, it's not easy yeah. you know i I, com- I commend these people these hard-working people who are on the border working their asses off protecting protecting america and then i commend them for the process they got to go through so to get as far as the oral presentation that's work within itself that's a feat so i got to the oral presentation they go through a, through a battery of questions and then the last piece 
which I heard was part of it, but I, you know, I didn't read too far into it. Like, all right, we're going to get into the scenario. We're going to throw a scenario at you. And then um, you, you're going to tell us how you would handle it. And then it's an intimidating setup. It really is yeah. the same setup that you would walk into an audition, but I didn't know it then because I'd never had audition before. But yeah. you got three people, three border agents, all strapped with guns. Okay, so that's a little different because the casting, <laughs> casting audition. Yeah, right. <laughs> the casting director's not strapped. Okay, so you got three bodies. They're all strapped behind the table, and they give you. They say, "Okay, we're gonna do. A, we're gonna give you a scenario, and you got to tell us how you would handle it." What do I do? I play that shit out. <laughs> I'm like, so he starts off. He starts off with, okay, so here's a scenario. For, we're starting off. You have somebody with questionable movements approaching you. He seems a little nervous. What do you do? Go. Back up. Back up 20 feet or I'll have to draw my weapon. And then, and then, and then he takes a moment. I'm looking at the border agent's face as he's looking at the other one. He's like, okay. He's got this face. He's like, all right. And that, now you hear somebody <laughs> come out of the truck behind him. I said, and then I go, you, sir, you by the truck, get on your knees. Uh, and, and then now he's just like having fun with it, I guess. He's like, but now, now you hear a chopper. <laughs> and I'm like, that must be my chopper. I just called for backup. That's a 1024. Oh Thank you for backup. So, okay, and now you see something coming out of his pocket. He's, he's taking something like, put that in your pocket. Get down on the ground. And, you know, long story short, at the end of it, this dude – in the middle, specifically in the middle, looks at the dude to the left, looks at the dude to the right, and he's like, all right, well, let me tell you. How we typically do this is we give you a scenario and you explain to us how you would care, you know, how you <laughs> conduct yourself in that scenario. In the 30 years I've been doing this, I've never had somebody play out the physical actions in front of me. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I'm like, You're hired. Right, I remember where the exit is. I remember where the exit is. It's a wrap. I can go back to what I was doing. It's over with. Cool. He's like, but I like you. You're hot. You, you passed. I was like, wow. That's all. So, yeah. And, and, and I walked out of that room, and they were still looking at each other baffled. Still. <laughs> it just happened. That's awesome. So it did. It it didn't work out, and it was great that it didn't beyond that. Um, but it was great that it didn't because I, I, I mean, they wanted me to go on the border again. There's the it, it, the physical training that goes on with this, and you have to you yeah. have to be away from your family. Whatever. I mean, it just didn't work out. But the, the point is that I'm glad, and it didn't because that's what launched. You know, that that's what got me into that other segue, which is. Act, stunt acting and that's I call terrific. it specifically stunt acting because everything that I do most of the stuff that I've done with the exception of I think Orange is a New Black um, my appearance on there everything has physical physical action involved you with me? That's awesome yeah yeah definitely yeah um, now we heard that um, obviously you, you appeared on a lot of these great shows Walking Dead Ballers just mentioned that Orange is a New Black now, I heard when you were on Ballers, you tried to have a throwdown with The Rock. What happened with that? No, 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 no. no. And, and, you know, I, I think somebody somebody posted an article. I'm like, oh, shit. No, no, no. What, what, what happened is <laughs> uh, he was he, – he, I, I, I saw him. The director wanted to talk to me before my scene, 
and okay. they had me they, they had me drive out to where the rock where he was at and he happened to be shooting the scene the uh, previous scene was with the rock and he happened to be in, in the building and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself running through my my head oh that was the other the other ballers was the other scene that the work that I've done that didn't involve any physical work and I thought I thought mm. to myself what's running through my head is like how cool would it be if I roll up to the rock right now he's right there in front of me and I say hey dude we should throw down on this scene and <laughs> and I went through this whole thing in my head and obviously I didn't do it, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I ran through it in my head because how cool would it be for me to throw down with the rock? Because he does his own stunts and I do yeah. my own stunts. But no, no, that didn't happen. The only interaction that I had with the rock is one day that I'm sitting at the gym, and this is before, this is what twenty this is back in 2012, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there doing triceps, and I got the and what I typically do. Uh, not to get too deep into this, but I typically I'll I'll do the V bar and do do some bang out three sets and triceps, and then I'll have the rope on the floor ready to go, so there's no cool down in between. Mm-hmm. That's what I typically do. So I have the V V bar. I'm rocking these sets out, and then I got the rope on the bottom, and everybody knows me at the gym at this gym that I used to go to specifically. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bang these out, ba 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 ba, and then. I look, I look down, and I feel as I'm in the middle of my set because I'm not going to stop my set to, to, to address this individual that just went at my rope. They grabbed my, my rope. Uh-oh. They grabbed my fucking rope. You know? And I'm like the biggest dude here. I'm like, what's up? Who the fuck is grabbing my I turn around. It's the rock. I'm like, Holy right. shit. That's and I turn around. I'm like, and then, and then um, there's this dude next to me. With his headphones on, I don't know him, because uh, he saw me turn over like oh, in a little bit of an aggressive manner. You know, you're at the gym, adrenaline's pumping. I turn around, and I look at him, and I look at the dude, and I'm thinking to myself, next time, next time, I'm gonna let you slide this time. Come on, <laughs> yeah. <that> motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker towers oh, over me. <laughs> I, I told the dude next to me, he, you know, he was too far. I would have said something, but he got too, too, he was too far. It was too far yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't, did you talk it. to him at the gym? Or you're just like, I'll, I'll no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. Because no, no. the rock's what, like six, six spot? How tall yeah, are you? No, I'm, I'm six. So he's six, four. Um, so he's, he's, he towers over me because, you know, he's, he's a big boy. He's 200. Yeah. At this point, he was like 250 pounds, you know, so he's a big kid. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. that's a story. Though. <laughs> so well, three, years, it, 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 three years later, I end up on on his show. I'm thinking to myself, "This is my opportunity. Throw down and get yeah. revenge for him taking my fucking rope. Should have <laughs> yeah. taken my go. fucking rope." Uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, oh right? my god, everyone I know. I I mean, I I was into bowlers, and it's it's a really good show. I have to get more into it, but. There's so many people that love that damn show, and and it's just cool to be a part of it. The whole thing. Um, you were also on The Walking Dead as a savior. Did you have any experience like with the cast? Like, how was it working on that set? Oh, it was great. It was it was very. Let me tell you something. As you can see, my scene that aired was very short. Um, mm-hmm. there, there was a, the whole walk up action and everything that they they just sliced. The alarms weren't blaring. When I shot it, it was almost it was almost covert type of situation, and and they do that on purpose because they want to throw you off so that you don't share any intel outside wow. because they're so, ah, so they're big. so particular about you know they have that yeah. cult following, 
Mm-hmm. Sure. It was it was it was a unique experience because every you can tell that every movement is being watched because you can I, I mean any any little thing you, you take a fucking napkin from the Walking Dead set I'm sure you could sell that on eBay <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so but you can feel the that level of intensity that that I, I mean. I've been on many sets, and, and and most of the time, most I would say the majority of the time, it's a lot a lot more laid back, a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was it was a great experience. I mean, that little scene that you saw, which was relatively short. I mean, that took six what six hours to do. Um, wow. So people don't understand still how just how much goes into this. I I pounded. I hit the ground maybe twelve times just to do that yeah. and what a what a great fucking pleasure to work with uh, under the direction of greg, uh, greg nicotero obviously and you know that that's obviously something an experience within itself and that's um I, you know i thought to myself yeah i thought to myself maybe a year will pass and and i'll get you know i'll get a chance to read back into the uh into the walking dead uh-uh they have this Wikipedia stuff online that fucking lists, you know, who's dead. And so there's no chance of that. So I'm a tackle yeah. the walking dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah There's so, uh, that it really has a huge following, but you know what? You'll go down as a savior in walking dead history forever. So that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's um, crazy. I'm, I'm getting a, an autograph picture request from China and the most random wow. places. Yeah. That's it, really it, cool. It's, it's, yeah, so one one of them told me that they, they that they sell the set. They, they I'm like, what are you guys doing with this? I'm just curious because I'm fucking Mumbai and they, they put the set together. <laughs> whatever, all the saviors that died here, blah, blah blah. I was like, that's great. You're telling me you're gonna sell this fucking set and I gotta ship this motherfucker out, pay twenty dollars <laughs> and, and post it to get this out to you. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's. <great. laughs> So um, tell us about uh, some of your new stuff. You're on a show now uh, called Bounty Hunters, and you also uh, have a role with Detective Sanchez on Tales. Uh, tell the people about those two shows. Yeah, so um, Bounty Hunters, I'm, I, 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 that just finished. Um, Tales, I, I, I filmed Ozark yesterday. Tomorrow I'm filming Shaft, Son of Shaft 2 with Samuel Jackson. Oh, wow. I've been, I've been, I've been nice. busy. I've been busy. Yeah, oh, that's, um, that's that's a good. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. And the next week, I'm <laughs> shooting Inherit Inherit the Viper with Josh Hartnett. He was in, uh, I think it's 28 Days Later. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He's he's dope. I like his work, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm shooting that in Alabama next week, so I'm I'm keeping busy. But um, Bounty Hunters is is uh, an incredible experience. It was an incredible experience because it, it it took me out of the country, my first time in London, and I loved every minute of it. I was there for almost two months. Um, and it was my first truly, like if, if you've seen Ballers, obviously, um, yeah. I'm not sure if you guys saw my scene, but you guys have seen Ballers. You get the, you get the idea that it's a, it's a comedy, but it's not in your face, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's the scenarios around it that make it funny. Mm-hmm. But Bounty Hunters is a comedy that's a little bit more loosely on the comedy side, that it's a little bit more in your face. But not only that, I play uh, a dude who's 
who's uh, is Pancho, and he's he's special. He's a little bit uh, he, he he's described as awkward, socially awkward, doesn't know when to That's shut up. He's a lovable character. <laughs> Matter of fact, when I got the breakdown, I was surprised because it said that the breakdown was this fat, overweight guy, Latino. And I called my agent. I'm like, this says fat, overweight. You know, I'm not even sure if I should be insulted here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what happened here? Oh, She's that like, hard work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, She's like, no, no, no. I sent, I submitted you anyways. Um, and they liked you. They want to see, they want to see you go on tape. I was like, all right, cool. So, um, I, I obviously got the audition. I, I mean, I booked the role, and um, they just got renewed for season two, Bounty Hunters. And I, I play Rosie Perez's cousin. Um, the, the thing was really, it, it was really a spectacular piece of work. Um, it was the highest rated show in eight years on Sky One. Sky One is basically like the equivalent of Fox here in the States. Okay. Oh, wow. So, and they're supposed to bring it on some sort of platform. Not sure yet how to the states, but very very exciting ride. Um, I'm very proud of it. And um, the other the other thing was Tales, which was my f- first starring role, uh, Tales on BET. And um, I had the pleasure of working with the creator and director of Irv Gotti behind. I mean, Irv Gotti's behind some of the greatest hits in hip hop, and now yeah. he's dab. You know, putting his hands into the into the into this this industry, which is which, I mean, it's it's groundbreaking. It can be a it can be a it can be a bit of a of a, a huge risk taker, right? Because he comes from the music side, and he really blew it out the water with this concept. I wish I had come up with it, but he's bringing these songs, these hip hop songs, to life in the form of a, of mini movies. Yeah. So they're all kind of like Black Mirror, where they're all the all the episodes are self-contained plots that are yeah. wrapped around the song. I'm like, oh man, I I should have thought about that, and I should have thought about the post-its. <laughs> That's such a cool <laughs> concept. Oh my god, <laughs> fucking post-its, these little fucking mini things, fucking very variant colors, and you post them. You know. So I should have thought about that. I got posted all over the place here. It's ridiculous. You know? Yeah, and then mini post-its. Fuck yeah. you guys. Mini and then you got me buying. Then you got me buying these mini post-its. Oh fuck your fuckers. Oh you my know? god. <laughs> but that's such a cool concept. And um, I have a list of some of the songs. It's it's on the run. Jay Z and Beyonce. Fuck the police. N.W.A. All I need. Method yeah. Man and Mary J. And you got me by the roots. It's such a freaking cool concept, and yeah, you're like, why didn't I think of that? It's like I know. Think about it. Yeah, it's gold. It's gold. And uh, Jay Jay Z's also a producer. Did you get to work with him or see him or anything? I didn't. I didn't. I I I um I I heard the story from from Herb Gotti himself that he 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 went to Jay Z and he he first went to Diddy. He went you know put the puffy puff Diddy puff puff. Puff yeah. Puff, whatever Diddy fuck Diddy Puff, whatever the hell he is. Diddy Puff, Diddy <laughs> it's something else now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck? So he oh, first went to him, and 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 he was wrapped up into some stuff that he couldn't he couldn't do it. But then he went knocking on 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 Jay Z's door, and he was like, "Let's go, bring it to title," which is the the Pandora version. Of, it's a version of it, 
And mm-hmm. um, that's where it airs exclusively after it touches down on BT. So um, Jay-Z was all over it. So he backed it up 100%. And, and um, Irv is the creator. So he has his fingerprints all over it. I mean, he directed this thing. I'm very proud of it. I'm not sure if you guys had the opportunity to see it, but you should definitely see it. Yeah. Um, and I and I play I play an asshole cop, and Irv Gotti himself said that his favorite character was mine, which was incredible. I couldn't sleep that night. Um, and he also <laughs> said, I went to the screening before it came out to the the press the press screening the presser um mm-hmm. and he also said that he's expanding this to like the latino version and this version chinese version well i'm gonna oh, hit him man. up on all fronts definitely yeah. hit him up on the latin front i don't care if he hit he does the chinese version the mumbai version i'm gonna hit him up on all those <laughs> yeah you you gotta come back right i mean you were in the finale so i mean he, he well, has to bring well there's you back. no coming back there's no coming back because they're all self-contained plots. So right. the, the, the ah, right. one that I was in, the one that I was in, which was all based on the All I Need song from Method Man, is like a, one of my favorite songs of all time. So mm-hmm. that's gone. It's it's written. It's gone. It's wrapped. That but but that doesn't mean that I'm not gonna be knocking on his door when he's trying to do something for another song. Uh, you well, know what it I'm could saying? be like uh, it could be like American Horror Story. It's like characters in different characters for different seasons. So that could yes. be you. <laughs> that that does ha- that has happened. He had he yeah. had a character come back as a totally different character. So yeah, don't I'm, I'm not be knocking on his door for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, yeah, I want to take the moment now to uh, to thank you for coming on. It's an awesome interview. We, we spent yeah. some great time. We got to learn a lot about you. Uh, for anybody who wants to get to learn and know more on Instagram.com slash Mr. G-Rod, M-R-G-R-O-D. You can find him on Twitter at I-M-G-Rod, I-A-M-G-R-O-D. Great actor, a guy we're going to get to know a lot more of. He's got the perfect look. Awesome interview, dude. You're fantastic. G-Rod Rodriguez, check thank him out. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you so much for coming on. Would you like to come on and do it again? Absolutely, man. Anytime you hit hit me up. I got a lot cracking for 2018, so we'll be in touch. You do. Thank that you so great, much. Man. We really appreciate it. Best of luck. It. Yeah, you deserve it, man. You're really exciting. We had a great time. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. You too. Bye-bye. 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 A lot of fun. That, that's cool. Um, a guy with a lot of background. And and the cool thing is like he does stunts. He does acting. I got to tell you, I don't know about you, but when he was telling that story about the Border Patrol, I 110% could actually picture him doing it as he's saying it. Oh, yeah. The chopper's <laughs> flying and everything else. It's so yeah. freaking cool. That's, a, that's and the rocket again. Oh, my God. Yeah, the rocket oh, again. He's got great. And, you know, you know, it's funny. I, I do enjoy this. I know we are independent network and we have some free reign. But when the people first dropped the F-bomb, and then they stop like, oh, wait a minute. And then you tell them it's a, it's the green light. It, it's like every other sentence. <laughs> so fine by me. <laughs> kind of fine, I, I love it. I think it's hilarious. It adds a dimension to the story, I think. So a uh, massive thank you to uh, G-Rod Rodriguez. And don't forget, it's Tales on BET. Um, you can catch an episode there. Bounty Hunters um, on Sky One. And like you said, they're trying to find an Americanized platform for that. So we hope that comes up very soon because uh, – He's good. He's in a lot of, uh, like I said, a lot of your, um, lot of your cable series too. Walking Dead, 
Ballers, uh, Orange is the New Black. And uh, he's got a look. Netflix. Yeah, Ozark on Netflix. Yeah, he, he's got that look. He's uh, very cool. And I think we're going to see a lot more of him. Maybe we'll be adding him to our next Tough Guy Top 5 list. He's in the Shaft movie, too, coming out. He's a busy dude. He is a busy dude. He named about eight eight, uh, eight scenes he had to shoot in the next like week and a half. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. And he that took was time cool to, to have... Um, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, it was cool to hear like the different sets, too, like how Walking Dead so particular they seem like they would be <laughs> well that's you know you hear about stuff like that and you heard about it like on um trying to think of some names real quick uh any anything star wars of course uh mm-hmm. the batman movie they're, they're so wrapped up in keeping the secrets that you know everybody's hidden so i can imagine walking dead with all its deep secrets and plot twists i can imagine it being a very uh slippery slope so it was great of you to ask him that and i was very curious about what he thought of that, and his answers were perfect. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good dude. Yeah, yeah that's definitely good stuff. Just yet another fantastic guest. Uh, we cut them off right about a half hour. And, you know, some of them just go on talking forever, and we love that. But, you know, they also got a lot to do. So, you know, we'll bring them back another time. Like we do it all our guests. We, we always open our door for them to come back. We don't like to make them drag on too long, and, you know, and we know they got a lot to do. So we appreciate the time, Tony, for G-Rod. Uh, we had got, as I said, we got the memo earlier that he wasn't going to be able to make it, and then suddenly he had uh, reached out to Jewel and said, uh, he's coming. So we're lucky he did. Outstanding. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. More great guests and great stuff coming up in the near future. And we got uh, we got feelers out for more people. Got shot down by a couple today. These things happen. We've got some good ones on the hook. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all right. We dust ourselves off and come right back. It's great stuff. Again, big thank you to G Rod. Um, again, I got to start checking out some of these shows. The tail sounds really good. That sounds like a very. I didn't see anything of that. I caught some snips from Bounty Hunters. Um, you know, so you got to look a little more and catch up with all his stuff. Yes. Um, I know. I'm really excited for uh, season two of Tales too, because that could go on for like a long time. All the great yeah, songs. Not, yeah, that's, I mean that's a little more your your taste than mine, but I, I get into anything. I watch and get in, and like I said, once our guests come on, I get into their stuff. Like I said, I'm not a country fan, but I've been listening to Cherish Lee and, and her stuff. Um, it's just the way I do it. You get on, mm-hmm. and we like to hear, and we start checking out. And that's what we want everybody. To do. Everybody listens. That's why we bring these people on so you can check out more of their stuff and uh, broaden your horizons to outstanding entertainment. Brought to you by the number one radio show in all of Langhorn. The stupid. <laughs> we had a we had a call in. I didn't recognize the number. Uh, I didn't go for the number. There was a call in. Somebody trying to call in while G Rod was on the air, and uh, we apologize if it was somebody that had a question for him. But uh, you know, can't be too careful who we're answering phones to. We we've gotten uh, not so much hacked, but we've gotten spam. Could have been the paid. Rock. Could have been the Rock. You should shut up. God damn it, the Rock. <laughs> They're gonna offer him out to a fight right here on the stoop. It could have been Rosie Perez. I can't. I can't do her voice. Rosie Perez. Don't give him the money. Yeah, Rosie Perez. She's all, got all the money. All the all the gold. <laughs> I can't do her voice. The woman with the heart of gold. <laughs> what is happening? Turn, turn into the stoop does bad impressions. <laughs> yeah. 
first of seen, and now it's Rosie Barish. <laughs> Let's get through some more topics. Cause we got topics, folks. We don't have good impersonations, but we've got topics. And uh, this one, pretty massive. Russia. The country of Russia has been banned from the 2018 Winter Games in South Korea. So the, the country's government officials are forbidden to attend. The flag will not be displayed at the opening ceremony, and its anthem will not sound. Any athletes from Russia who receive any dispensation I can't hit that word. Um, <laughs> Dispensation. <laughs> thank you. To compete. Wow, I, I can't get it. My tongue tongue tied right now. Uh, we'll do so in a neutral uniform, and the record books will forever show that Russia won zero medals. <laughs> right. Two-parter here. Part number one, I'm dead set against this neutral uniform. <laughs> what thing. is it going to be? Like tan? It's- Right, that's what we're talking about at work. It's going to be gray. And it's going to have a big N on it for neutral. <laughs> oh, my God. I and instead of like an anthem. Skin color. <laughs> like, yeah. And shame. Shame. Yeah. Instead of an anthem, like they're going to get on the gold medal podium, it's just going to be. Beep. <laughs> or just <Same>. a commercial. <laughs> yeah, like a test. The emergency YouTube broadcast. commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like it. I don't like the idea of the neutral. And, yeah, I know there's a lot of athletes that train hard and work hard, and this is their field, and they wait um, four years to get to the Olympics. But country ban is country ban. I don't see where sending athletes on a neutral zone um, really fixes this. Um, what do you think? Do you think Russia um, – you think the, the ban is just, and you think their athletes should compete? They said this – Thing was so big, this doping game they had going on for so long. Like, uh, they compared it, I don't remember, uh, uh, I never saw anything about this, but Germany, it happened to Germany in like the 70s and 80s, and they said it was way worse than that. They can't even compare what Russia has done to like anything in Olympic history. So, uh, wow. yeah, they're, they're like banished forever. Um, they said for the people who go through like extensive drug testing could be allowed in the neutral uniform, but I don't know how the hell that works. Um, and yeah, Putin is like so pissed off and it's kind of funny, but, uh, what are you going to do? You can't, you can't do that. Like, and they're probably going to go back and like strip them of any metal, which they find out that they were, uh, all doped up on, uh, drugs for. So, yeah, it's a shame. Dasvidaniya, I guess. Yeah, Dasvidaniya. Well done. <laughs> uh, it, wow. Uh, it is a shame. But, um, I mean, what are you doing? Representing the United States, Jim Smith. Representing nowhere, Nikolai Khrushchev. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's just, you know, it's a shame. It, and, and But, you know, everybody says, what about the innocent athletes? How many athletes are really innocent in this? Like I said, it was a pretty major, um, pretty major racket going on. But you figure, like, most gymnasts are teenage girls. You know, like, how could they be doing all that stuff? Uh, so, you never know. The edge is the edge. I guess. I, what, are um, they just shooting up everyone with freaking steroids? 
I guess it's a very have a little girl come out like yo. <laughs> what up, yo? What up? I'm here. I'm here to kick G Rod's ass. Darling, pass me my steroids. Um, But no, seriously, um, (laughs) uh, we got um, we had an issue here on the the stoop. Um, We were investigated uh, for doping, and then it just turned out just a a fucking dope. That's all. (laughs) I wasn't taking dope. I am a dope, so that you know we were out of the woods on that one. And then you punch me dead in my nose. (laughs) Then I punch her in the nose. Dope. I'll fix you, lady. Bam. Right in the <laughs> so this one's for Jewel, because uh, this is her baby. After weeks of agony, the release date for the Netflix technology-driven uh, nightmare Black Mirror. It'll air on December 29th. They have released seven trailers for the six episodes. Mindhunter will also be back for season two. As will Ozark, of course. With our very own G-Rod. Um... Your question to me is funny. Do you still enjoy cable? <laughs> That's good. I'm going to ask you first. Do you still enjoy cable? Because I like, I like and there's a great direction behind it. I I think we've touched on it in one of our very first episodes. Are you a cable person? Are you a premium like these Netflix and all that? Or, I mean, God, network television, God forbid. What's your thing? I I have to watch it all. I have to be in tune with everything. I need my Fox for my for my good day and my Wendy Williams. I need my cable for my, you know, Walking Dead and things that are coming out like every week that I need to catch up on. Shameless. I need my HBO Shameless. I need my E and my Bravo because I watch all the girly reality shows. And then I need my uh-huh. Netflix for, for uh, Black Mirror and Orange is a New Black. I, I have to catch up with it all. I like Hulu. I like Hulu series. And I like Amazon Hulu. series. So I need it all. And I think we need a good mix of everything. Um, are, are you the same way? Um, I'm more, I mean, I'm, I'm a sports guy. Mm-hmm. More or less. So for me, I mean... It's uh, And we were having this talk the other day, uh, me and my wife, about all these channels and nothing's really on. But there's channels I would love to have. Like, I have NFL Network. I want MLB Network. I want NHL Network. So, uh, But yeah. as, far as, like, as far as my regular TV, I'm still mostly cable. Um, like you said, uh, Shameless, Ray Donovan. Uh, my wife got me into Billions, which I really enjoy. And a lot of them, they're cable series. So I need my cable. I don't really watch a lot of Netflix shows uh, and stuff like that. I, I watch Orange is the New Black for like a season or two. I lost interest. Um, so for me, I'm still a cable guy. I like my cable series. Uh, they can be a little more raunchy and, and have the language and the nudity and the graphic uh, topics that TV just won't touch. And when it comes to network television, I, I probably can't name five shows right now that I really run to on network television. Um, this is Us which became very popular, and I, I kind of got into that. Um, Modern Family, even though it's it, everybody's getting older and the show seems to be fading a little bit, I still love that. Uh, other than that, other than reruns of shows, uh, network television doesn't really thrill me. I love The Mick. The Mick is really uh, funny. The Mick, right. Very good. The Mick you know is what? very good. I think. 
And you know what I watched last night? And I actually, it takes me a lot to like laugh out loud to a show. But I watched Superstore, and that was really funny. I was like cracking up, and I was surprised. So, uh, yeah, you just got to give them a chance. I, I haven't gotten into This Is Us because I just have to start it from season one and cry along with everyone else. So, yeah, I mean, there's some good stuff. You just have to dig through. I really liked Mindhunter for Netflix, though, and that's a short series, so you, you can get into that. I just told my parents about it. They ran through it in, like, two days, and then my parents watched uh, The Punisher and got through that in, like, two days. I'm like, damn, they're, like, ahead ah. of me. <laughs> they are so, like, far ahead of me ah. with, like, catching up on stuff. So, yeah, catch, catching up to do. Black Mirror, though. Oh, it's going to be Black so Mirror. good. There's seven trailers of each episode. Refresh me a little bit. Isn't that the show? Was that the show that Madeline Zima was discussing with us when she was on the show? Yes. Okay. So, right. so now, now you I, have now to go it. watch it. <laughs> I gotta see it. And G Rod likes it. Are you kidding me? It, it's so good. It's so twisted. Like, you can't watch it. You cannot binge watch a show because you will not sleep. You will have nightmares, and it will mess with you. There are some scary episodes. And some like crazy make you think episodes. So, yeah, it, it's so good though. But they've been teasing us. They said like I seriously thought it was going to drop like this Friday because they always drop Netflix shows on Fridays. So they're they're like getting through like up to the fifth episode, dropping a trailer every week. But no, they said December twenty ninth, Black Mirror time, which is good because we have the Christmas holiday and all that to binge watch. Exactly, and I got to start catching up on these shows. Jewel has become our entertainment aficionado, really. Couldn't do it without her. Oh, shucks. I I forgot we were talking about Superstore, and that's a show I've seen a couple times. I liked. I I watched both episodes where uh, a great friend of the stoop, Dominic Pace, uh, a good actor, funny guy, and a tough guy, another tough guy. He was on uh, Superstore a couple times, and uh, hilarious. I like his character, too. It's very funny. So uh, that's another show. And, you know, I guess when you when somebody mentions a show, I guess I'm like, yeah, okay. Superstore yeah. is good. The Mick. I, I love Gotham, but I fell off it, which is a disgrace. Yeah. i got to get back on that because everybody's starting to develop their characters now. You know, G-Rod was on Gotham, too. He had a, he had a credit in that. Isn't that cool? Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah, so awesome. Some many things i got to ask him about. We've got to make the interviews like three hours long. So we're going to ask him a million questions. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and Gotham is a good one. I say everybody's starting to get in the character. There was a picture of um, Jerome. I don't know if you watched Gotham at all. I I have to catch up. Gotcha. Okay, so Jerome um, is rumored to be the character that becomes the Joker. And apparently he dies in one of the episodes. Now, I've seen pictures oh, where he comes back. Ian? From Shameless? No, it's not Ian. Ian. It's... Uh, yeah, the oh, I thought he was I, the Joker on that. But he is. He's the same dude from Shameless. Oh, what's his name? Isn't his name... <laughs> no, no, Ian was, was the boyfriend. You sure? Yeah, Ian was... was the... Um, was his gay lover. Jeff's going to owe me oh, a no, shot right, in a right. second. It, uh, you're right. It is, I'm sorry. Frank. It's Ian. I, I'm going to... You know, I, what happens is I panic when I forget the answer. Um, Cameron Monaghan is the actor. Cameron Monaghan. And he does play Ian Gallagher. And he's great, too. I, I made a couple of attempts to get him on the show. And we're going to keep attempting because he's really great. And I think he's an awesome actor. But, um, Should I ask Steve? Yeah, well, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to. 
not trying to use people. We want to have them on the show and entertain us. I'm like, hey, hook me up with yourself. Yeah, then. No. You know, but uh, yeah, so they showed his picture and his face is like all stitched up and looks like he's got the Joker mouth going. So yeah, it's Ooh. like getting good. Yeah, they have good characters for that show. I I uh I reached out to Ben McKenzie. <laughs> Not a secret, but I've I've liked Ben McKenzie since OC days because that was like my teenage years growing up. And uh, yeah, oh my yeah. God, he's, wow. yeah. He, he's a good one. He's yeah, guy. he was like the tough kid in OC. <laughs> yeah, he's a tough kid in OC. He's kind of a tough guy in Gotham. He's a he's a badass mm-hmm. Gordon. There's a character you miss in your list. Ah. Now, how did I blow that? Mickey. Mickey is the was the gay lover that ran away Mickey. to Mexico. Mickey. Yes. Mickey and Ian. God damn it. There I am like <laughs> Mr. Samus. Thank God Steve Howie wasn't on the night. He embarrassed as shit. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. Fiddlesticks. More topics because we got them. Through of topics this evening here on the uh, the Stoop Radio Show. Uh, Tyrese. This one came in from Jewel. Tyrese, uh, he's been having a public meltdown for weeks, but today he did something that could get him thrown in jail. On the Ricky Smiley morning show, uh, Tyrese was whining yet again when he, uh, when he spilled the goods on why he married his ex-wife, Norma Gibson. <laughs> I can't believe he comes out on TV and says it. Uh, he married her so, uh, so she could become a U.S. citizen. He made it twice and uh, didn't want to travel to London every time uh, he wanted to see his daughter, uh, Shayla. So he went and said it right on TV. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how smart a move is that? He said it on the Ricky Smiley show, which is like videotaped as well for um, Dish Nation. So he said it on the radio and on TV. And he said it like twice. He He really has to be on drugs, like still, because... He said he was on drugs before, and and he said that uh, he asked Will Smith to, like, give him money to help him out during his, like, legal struggles or whatever. And he said his wife was pregnant, and she wasn't. He's just – he's a mess. He's like, I didn't want to go to London, and and he basically, like, just sold himself out. So – what do, you, what do you think? I think he can get like five years or something. Am, am I correct? Something like that, yeah. I mean, it's not like he came out and said it on the stoop. I mean, he said, <laughs> said it on nas- national like TV. Yeah. Yeah, he can. Yeah, it, I mean, that could be, well. And I don't know. I guess these stars have their meltdowns. There's so much going on right now in, in the meltdown department in Hollywood. These people are very popular for the job right now. It could be like a Hollywood psychiatrist. And you know what? I feel so bad because I watched that show, 90 Day Fiance, and it's like legit couples who have such a hard time. This one girl, her boyfriend was from Israel, or her fiance, obviously. They're they're there on a fiance visa, and she tried three times to like marry this man who she was like deeply in love with, and she tried to bring his whole family over. And people like this, like stupid Tyrese here. Just does it without any problem. Why? Because he's like a freaking actor? Okay, but you're just like, it, it just puts a bad look on the whole visa, the whole way we work things over here. And and he just comes out and admits it. Like, he's really just a D-bag. A D-bag? Went from G-Rod to D-bag. Bag. <laughs> bag. You just said fiddlesticks. Shut up. 
I did. I did. I you did. you said fiddlestick. The hell happened hell there? Um, I will let everybody know now. Um, I guess I'll come out in the air and say it too. Why everybody airs their grievances, nothing ever happens. Uh, I am illegally married to Jewel Tatey. That's how I got her doing the stoop. I had to marry her to bring her over and have her on the stoop. Sham. Cat's out of the bag. We're done. <laughs> Great. This will be the last episode. Enjoy. Tell your friends. Peace no. out. Peace out. Speaking <laughs> of peace out, let's see who's peace in. We we still have, uh, let me see, one, two, three, four, five more book, five, five book shows, not five more, five book shows that we'd like to tell you about. Got some guests we got coming up in the very near future of the Stoop radio show. And we start that out with Monday, December 11th. Another member of Michael Stover's great musical team. It's Philip Broussard, um, pop singer, former Navy guy. Got a lot to talk about. And that's going to be coming up on the 11th. We're going to get some music from Phil and play that here because we love playing music. It's one of our favorite things to do. Uh, and we love Michael Stover acts. So that is on the 11th, Philip Broussard. On the Thank 13th, you, Michael Stover. Yeah, thank you, Michael Stover. Again, thanks. For, again, I couldn't message him enough and thank him enough for Cherish Lee. She was fantastic. Great interview, and she had us really laughing hard. Great. I love that. Um, a week from today, Wednesday the 13th, this is one that gives Jewel chills. She's got the goosebumps. She's pumping her fist. She's going nuts on the other side of the studio here. We go back to one of Jewel's favorite things. It's local Philadelphia music and a band that she is stoked about. We hope that you're stoked about, too. We want you to tune into the Stoop on the 13th for Vita and the Wolf. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, Indy. hell. <laughs> hell for her. She's amazing. Yeah, we got to we practice howling. That'll be pretty awesome. She is the wolf. She puts the wolf in Vita and the Wolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to be very exciting. That is on the 13th. Uh, we're looking very forward to that. The 18th, we are currently in a uh, negotiation war with um, everybody. It's not slotted. So, uh, <laughs> Seriously. <you> know, <laughs> so if you're a uh, musician, comedian, actor, painter, impressionist, mime. Now, not mime. Cause right. Really yeah, right. Mime? <laughs> well, right now it's a toss-up between a, like, a hardcore rapper and a comedian. So come on, people. Uh, on the stoop, December 18th, Jeff Perini is here. Um, that should be exciting. We'll talk to him about how much he sucks on the stoop. And uh, <laughs> we'll talk about how he uh, tried to lure uh, actress uh, Jessica Barth to his house. Oh, Jesus. Stop. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. Um, no, so the 18th is uh, vacant. Uh, and then we come back December 20th. Wow. I love it. I'm so excited for this show. Juliet Tablack is our guest. If you don't know her or don't remember her, Amber from Married with Children. So we're going to get the skinny on Married with Children. We're going to get some behind-the-scenes talk. We're going to find out what Juliet's been up to lately. We're going to talk about all the shows that she appeared on back in the day. Super excited. She's a very attractive young lady. Seems very fun in the messages that we shared. We're going to have her on on the 20th. Couple of that, a uh, couple of shows that were recently announced. January tenth, lovely young lady, another country artist comes to the stoop. Eighteen-year-old Brianna James. Uh, ever since we got her on the stoop, been seeing a lot of her stuff pop up on Facebook. She's doing all kind of appearances. 
all kind of songs, going on all kind of shows. So she's uh, she's becoming popular real fast. Um, very mm-hmm. exciting to have her on the show, getting my country roots on here. Uh, and on the 15th, lovely actress Sarah Minich from the new show Godless will be on. Sarah's actually been on a ton of stuff. I went through her biography and a lot of stuff you're going to recognize. We'll talk about it all when she comes on the show on the 15th, uh, which is Martin Luther King Day. So, um you know, a lot of you will have off, so while you're off, relax, get in your rest all day, take your nap, and then come on 8 o'clock at night and listen to Sarah Mendes on the stoop. Listen to the stoop every Monday and Wednesday. I don't hear no goddamn excuses. Mondays and Wednesdays, 8 o'clock, stoop get your ass, block to talk radio, listen to me and Joel Tating on the stoop. How's that sound, Joel? Sounds wonderful. That's That's my week, Mondays and Wednesdays, stoop time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the rest of the fall is just garbage. I really don't care less about the rest of the day. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but not, not really. Uh, <laughs> uh, here you go. This this is interesting. I don't understand how this is going to play out. But Ryan Reynolds to star in a new Pokemon movie called Detective Pikachu. What? What? He's yeah. the voice of Pikachu. Uh, the actor will join Justice Smith, who will be seen in the upcoming Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and Big Little Lies actress Catherine Newton. Um, yeah. There it is! <laughs> Live in our studio, it is Pikachu. Catch him! Pikachu, welcome to the stoop. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to the stoop. You gotta see it. <laughs> it's larger than life. It's bigger than Jules' head. And that's after she smacked it with the laptop, and it's twice as big, swollen. I love it. Well, it's actually... Now and every time I every time I see Pikachu, I, I just think of joy because it's all in the background. <laughs> yeah, so a, a Pikachu movie. Um, I don't know. Ryan Reynolds basically was headed so to the top with another Deadpool coming out that we all love. And now this. What do you think about no, this? No, but that that won't take a lot of time. He is the voice of Turbo too, and and Turbo too. I think they had two movies. So him doing a little uh, a voice. Um, he has children now, so I think it's so cool when actors do kid movies like Justin Timberlake is in the Trolls movie, and those kids have have those movies forever. Saying, "Oh, that's my that's my dad's voice." So, yeah, good for him. And I'm so looking forward to Deadpool. And uh, yeah, if he does oh. Pikachu, it'll be pretty damn funny. Even though all Pikachu says is Pikachu, so they all just say their own name. <laughs> How about this? Uh, I, you know, I see a lot of people talking about it. Of course, as always, I, I miss and I don't get in on, on the ground floor where I should. Uh, Bitcoin breaks above $12,000 for the first time. Apparently, stock in Bitcoin has become absolutely, positively ridiculous. What, what is it? Yeah, Bitcoin, is it's... <laughs> basically, it's, it's digital currency. Okay. And I, I don't even know right, what it is. I, it's digital currency. I've been hearing people talk about it a lot the last couple of days. It, it's worth – the company now has a value of, uh, I believe I just read, $213 billion? What? Yeah, what does it take to invent something this smart? I don't understand. It's basically digital currency. It's you know, putting an, an, an account on the line. That doesn't make sense, Jeff. Oh, how you keep track? Yeah. Do you wow. use it? 
I never used it. I just got so into reading it, and I'm like, what, what the hell is going on? So I keep reading and reading and reading, and it's crazy. I think PayPal well, is a sham. I'm not a big fan of PayPal. I had a PayPal account. I, I, like I took it, it down. Yeah. Certain things you can't trust. The last time you were trying to sell like, out of Well, my boyfriend was trying to sell this this light, this like really expensive like 2016 Corvette light because obviously we don't have a 2016 Corvette and he just had it and so he was trying to sell it and this guy wanted to buy it but he's like, oh yeah, sign up through PayPal and blah, blah, blah. Well, here was like a, a total sham like scheme and he was trying to get us to pay something. I'm like, we're like, dude, like, what the hell? Just just buy the damn light. <laughs> Ugh, everything's so complicated. And everything's really complicated now. I just heard all of these scams um, on them jacking up the toy prices online because they found out, like, all these bots are buying up the toys and, like, reselling them for, like, triple the amounts. Like, oh, a great. fingerling... A fingerling monkey is like fifteen bucks. They were selling it for like a thousand dollars, and these stupid ass people are going out and buying the a thousand dollar fingerling. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a shame. My um, my future sister in law was here um, the other day, uh, talking about it and trying to accumulate one for her daughter, legitimately for her daughter. You know, not for mm-hmm. any kind of great profit. And uh, she mentioned if I've ever seen them. I said I've seen them, but I've seen them in places where you don't want to touch them because they're hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And it, that happens every holiday. It you know what? That sucks year. so bad. Because I saw one in like the end of November. I'm like, oh, they're at Target and they are $15. Like, I'll, I'll get one because my daughter wants one too. Yeah, I should have bought one <laughs> back then. I'm like, I, I got time. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it comes so fast. And the funny thing is like sometimes like in the past, like you see these things in the store and you're thinking, meh. They're obsessed with it. There's that one toy that they're just, they've got to have it. Yeah, it's every year. And I was a guy, again, I always collected, like, sports figures and all that. And, I, you know, the Clark Toys always makes the great ones. Clark Toys puts the ad on Facebook. And I tried to buy um, a Carson Wentz, which they advertise on Facebook, gracefully, their Clark Toys ad. And you can buy it for twenty nine ninety five. And I went to order a Wentz, and I quickly got an email saying they're sold out. Well, then why the hell is the ad? <laughs> you know, it makes it so easy to get, and you can't. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Very frustrating. One more piece of news to end the evening, and this one puts me in a good mood. Democrats and Senate leadership have united the call for the resignation of Mr. Big Time Finger Pointer himself, Mr. Al Franken. I'm happy. I'm not an Al Franken guy. He had a lot of bad things to say about a lot of people. He's a lot like Matt Lauer. Big finger pointer. You do this. You do this. Blah, blah, blah. Now he's going to lose his job because he likes to forcibly kiss women and grab boobies and all that good stuff. So um, rest in peace, Al Franken. He's not See dead. Ya. His career is dead. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye. I don't even – I don't care, but if you do all that, then good yeah, burdens. Exactly. Agreed. We don't uh, we don't do that here on the stoop. It's good thing our interviews are done over the over the phone. <laughs> what what's that? We don't we don't grab and grope. Oh, me. I thought you said don't. finger point. You point at me all Trust the time. Me. <laughs> I do my point my Trust me, we definitely don't grab and grope here on the stoop. <sighs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You sound so disappointed. 
All right, so we are going to uh, skip the portion that we know is what's on my playlist because we're going to uh, we're going to call it a short night here on the stoop. Normally we go two hours, we're going to go about an hour and a half. Jules already putting her book away, already replaying with her nose that she broke last week or Monday. <laughs> Shaking her head no at me, yes. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I mean, like, um, we've actually got this whole, like, married couple thing down without being a married couple. I talk, <laughs> I say dumbass things, and she just shakes her head like, what an idiot. <laughs> it's terrific. You gotta, we got to, like, shoot a live episode of us one time doing this because it's poor We girl. have to. That's going to be, yeah. like, we should do the Christmas show live. That'd be fun. Yeah. And I could sing Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown Christmas song. Isn't that great? That's not just like them weirdest, weirdest kids. Let's have an ugly sweater party that night. You young lady are on to something. We're maybe just doing New Year's Eve. We've got no plans for New Year's Eve this year. We should have like a house jam, stoop, get drunk. Now we should like invite a ton of people to the party and just leave like the camera go all night on the computer. And oh my God, that'd be amazing. That'd be a mess. That'd be awesome. That would be a yeah. good mess, though. Yeah, Nudity totally. Highly current. Yeah, shit Absolutely. show. Highly shit show. The Stoops first annual shit show, shit show New Year's Eve live broadcast. There you go. It's the greatest <laughs> idea ever. Tickets Thank on you. sale now. One hundred ninety-nine dollars <laughs> and ninety-five cents. You can get them at the uh, Stoop Radio One Come on Twitter. No, you can't. We're not selling tickets. We do that for free. Great stuff. All right, so we are going to pack it in. I want to thank G Rod for coming on. Like I said, we had a little confusion at first if he was coming on, not coming on. He came on, he called, he talked, he made us laugh. Really impressive. Good dude. G Rod. Again, I am G Rod on Twitter and Instagram.com slash Mr. G Rod. Spelled just like it sounds G R O D. G Rod. Uh, again, a big thank you to everybody that listened. Don't forget, Monday night, we come back here on the Stoop with more great stuff, more great action for you. Phil Broussard will be our guest. We're going to get to play some tunes again, which we love. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have a lovely weekend. For the amazing, the incredible, the gets better, every show herself, Miss Jewel Tatey. Just winced her nose at me. You get better every show. Stop it. <laughs> Uh, don't make me bust. Don't make me bust your other eye up. <laughs> I'm real scared. <laughs> and let's face it, Jewel could probably kick my ass. I know I can. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I can. I'm call my wife to fight my battles, honey. Beat Jewel up. <laughs> no, you kidding? The two of them probably uh, beat me up together. Yeah, I like it. Kick the crap out of me. That'd be a lot of fun. Anyway, so for the amazing Jewel Tady, I am Jeff the Shark Perini, reminding each and every one of you out there in listening land to not dare be a douche. And... <laughs> wow, man. Not, even have, not, even, not only do we not have a bad one, we have nothing tonight from Jewel. Wow. And don't 
walk around with the large objects and <laughs> regret your, it. In your pants. Be careful around fire. And <laughs> and have your pets aid or neuter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I'm doing that next week. Yeah, there you go. I'm actually being a little <laughs> greedy. I'm actually I'm actually being a little greedy and trying to cut it short tonight because there is a rather large cookie making show going on right upstairs tonight. I need some cookies, man. To be made in drawers. I got I actually I, I felt bad I when G Rob was on, I had to mute him for a second. I actually got to taste the uh, cookie batter. Mmm, baby. Oh, you're just an asshole. Oh, and asshole. don't make cookies and not share them. Good that night. is your public service announcement. <laughs> and I like it. Awesome. So we will be back Monday night. Don't forget, 8 o'clock. Phil Bruce started around 8.30. and play some songs, some topics. We're going to talk a little Philadelphia Eagles and all that fun stuff that we do every Monday. So uh, once again. Good night, everybody. Night. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-byes are lacking.